You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. NPR's Melissa Block has been traveling across the country for her series, Our Land. She's reporting from communities large and small, exploring how place and history shape a community's identity. This week, she was in the unique multicultural city within a city of Hamtramck. Melissa is here with me today, and we want to hear from you. What do you want the rest of the country to know about our region? What makes Southeast Michigan special or interesting or distinct? How has your community's identity all evolved over time? And what does the future look like where you live? 313-577-1019 to join the conversation. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put your comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We'll work your comments into the conversation. Melissa Block, welcome to oh, Detroit Today. Oh, good morning. Thanks Absolutely. for having me. Yeah, I, I've actually, uh, we were just talking before uh, the, the segment, I, I have really enjoyed uh, this series, and you were most recently doing work from Mississippi, a mm-hmm. state that uh, that I know a little bit about. My father was from Natchez, Mississippi, and in recent years, I have sort of turned to learning more about where he's from and that state, yeah. uh, your pieces really took uh, a really close look at some really special places in Mississippi. It's an, it's, a, I mean, it's a fascinating state. I find uh, you found some really fascinating stories of people in that state. Well, it's interesting. I mean, the more I travel around, the more you realize, gosh, you know, I could spend a month here, right? So <laughs> we go to Mississippi, which. You know, there are so many different parts of that state that are fascinating on their own. And we mostly spent our time in the Mississippi Delta because it's such a rich yes. environment and, yeah. and spent the better part of a week just traveling through a pretty small corner of Mississippi. Same here in Michigan. I mean, would I love to go to the Upper Peninsula? You bet. I mean, there's a whole section, whole many sections of, of the of the famous mitten that we're not getting to, but we're, we have had a great time here in Hamtramck. We also went out to, to Chelsea to visit the, the Jiffy plant out there yeah. um, and get a little sense of, of what that factory is about and what it's like to have a family-owned business. Yeah. Uh, your most recent story from Mississippi was about an historic all-black town in the Delta. Uh, talk to me about Mound Bayou. Fascinating place, founded in 1887 by freed slaves who had a vision to create and a self governing, autonomous, self-reliant, all-black community in the Mississippi Delta. And at the time when they, they bought swampland, cleared it. Imagine the, the back-breaking work of clearing swampland, a yeah. hardwood forest with snakes and bears and, and all sorts of stuff <laughs> that you have to contend with. Clearing it for farming, it became prized cottonland and just known everywhere in the South as a, a model for governing. Teddy Roosevelt went there in 1907, called it the Jewel of the Delta, and as you know, like so many towns in, in the Delta, it's fallen on, on really, really hard times. It's yeah. a very different place now, but fascinating history. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you also went to William Faulkner's home. That's one of my favorite Roanoke. places in, yeah. in, in Mississippi. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, we, were, we didn't think we had time to go there. It was sort of an afterthought as we were heading to the Delta. And I thought, <laughs> oh, we can't leave Oxford without going there. And lo and behold, the, the curator, the director came out and said, come on in. And so there's the story right there. Yeah. And you find that all the time. People are just so... Uh, open and willing to show you what their life is like and, and welcome you in many cases into their homes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. My guest is NPR's Melissa Block, who's been traveling across the country for her series, Our Land, which is a look at communities large and small, exploring how place and history 
shape a community's identity. She is here in Detroit uh, and uh, has been here over the weekend in the city of Hamtramck, looking at how that city is distinct and special from other places in the United States. If you want to join the conversation, give us a call, 313-577-1019. What do you think is distinct about us here in Detroit or here in the state of Michigan that uh, you would love to see Melissa Block focus on. Uh, what makes us different from other parts of the country? Again, 313-577-1019 is the number. You can also go to the WDT Facebook page, put your comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We'll work your comments into the conversation. Uh, Melissa, what, what did you find in Hamtramck? Well, I mean, this is a story that <clears throat> obviously everybody here knows so well, but the 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 cultural shift of, of a town like Hamtramck, which has such strong Polish roots and has shifted so dramatically to the the communities that are there now, the Yemeni and Bengali communities, it's just fascinating to me to to talk to you about. And but what under underlays all of that is was so interesting to me. And I know for folks who live here, this is no big thing, but from, for an outsider like me, it's yeah. really intriguing. Uh, we were spending time with uh, some young Yemeni men, and we were uh, getting into our car, which was parked way down the street at a place where he couldn't see. And we, he said, okay, follow us. He said, you're in that silver Dodge. And I'm thinking, how does he know it's a Dodge? He can't see the insignia. He can't see the grill. And I asked him later, and everybody looked at me like I was insane. He said, you're in Motor you're City, in and we know cars. I mean, I could tell from looking at the side of the car that that's a Dodge. Block, right? So I just think it's, you know... When you're when you're not familiar with some place, it's yeah. little things like that that tell you so much. I mean, I think another question that I find often really helpful in, in any story is sort of what do people get wrong about this place? What's the caricature or the perception from the outside that you're that makes you gnash your teeth? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'd be curious to hear from you and your listeners about what it is about this place <laughs> right. that falls into that yeah. that pattern. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, with Hamtramck, there's the the long ago debate over the call to prayer, which I think seems to have been pretty much resolved. Mm-hmm. And I think that's sort of the the stereotype that people in Hamtramck are really just fed up with of just this this clash of cultures when they've learned to to live side by side and get along for a really long time. Right. I mean, it's a place that has undergone more cultural change than I, I think I would be right in saying this than any other community that mm. I can think of here mm. in Southeast Michigan, at least in my lifetime. Uh, when I was a kid in the 70s and 80s here, it was mostly a Polish community still, yeah. and now, of course, it is uh, a rainbow of right. different, different, uh, different cultures. A lot of mm-hmm. people new to this country, in yeah, fact, yeah. Uh, in Hamtramck. You know, I, I'm curious as you're doing this series and going to different places, talking with different communities, whether you're seeing. I mean, right now, the national narrative mm-hmm. is about fracture. Right, it's right. about the things that divide all of us, and I tend to think that if you were to be able to go and sit with people in their homes and talk mm-hmm. about the things that were on their minds, you might find more commonality. Yeah, I even, agree. Even if those people might identify with that sense of fracture or that f- sense of being marginalized, uh, the things that they would say would reflect more connection with yeah. with people from around the country. Are you are uh, you? I think so, that? too. I mean, we deliberately have not sought out places of fracture. I mean, I think people, and I do think there's a real thirst in terms of the response that we've gotten to our stories for stories that are outside the narrative coming from Washington, which is all about division and, as you say, fracture. Um, you know, we were in Hamtramck yesterday, and, and one of the folks, one of the Yemeni folks we were talking to said, I wish every place could have a Hamtramck, because people would understand then that it's not all about us and them or yeah. the other. It's We all want the same things. We want good schools for our kids. We want... Um, 
you know, solid pay. We want a good job. Yeah. Um, we want to make this community better. Um, that's, I, I think, what binds us all together. And at the same time, I, I, I feel like there is this fear mm-hmm. that a lot of Americans have, especially in places like Hamtramck, where there are a lot of new Americans about the tenor of these times mm-hmm. and what will happen to them, uh, what what this will all mean for their family. Yeah, I think there's a, a lot of uncertainty. You certainly see it in a place like Hamtramck. I think when I think of the other places that we've been in, you know, in, in rural Kansas or rural Iowa, that must feel pretty far away. Sure. I mean, that, that does not feel like part of their daily life and their concern is much more, you know, do I have a market for my my pork? What about that trade deal that I thought would let me expand into into Asia? And now that's, that's blown up. Yeah. Um, but it's much more specific to their daily life and their immediate concerns. Sure, sure. Uh, let's go to Harry in Sterling Heights. Harry, yes. welcome to Detroit today. Great program. Thank you. Uh, I was born and raised in Hamtramck, little Sobieski Street, and I'm Polish. <laughs> right. And I know exactly my mother is. always made Chinina, or grandma did, and it's the Stuck's Blood Soup. I can't get anywhere except for a Yemeni person there on, on Conard Avenue. <laughs> he knows more about Polish culture than I do. <laughs> so it's really a melting pot. Yeah, no, that's a great that's a great story, Harry. And I think that's one of the things that that not just uh, doesn't just define Hamtramck here, but mm-hmm. but the rest of the metro region. This sort of uh, passing down of tradition from one culture to another. That, yeah, that's that, interesting. Uh, as neighborhoods change, uh, the old tradition somehow make their way through and, yeah, and yeah. become part of the, the new culture. Well, it's interesting. We went to Catholic Mass at, at uh, St. Florian in, in Hamtramck yesterday, mm-hmm. which, um, you know, as you say, the, the Polish community is largely dispersed. And I think Harry is an example of that, right, of moving out from Hamtramck sure. to the suburbs. But those people come back because St. Florian is like nowhere else. Um, you know, it was interesting with the, the priest, uh, Father Frankowski there was saying, you know, I go to the the Yemeni markets. I buy. I love hummus. I buy. And then the Yemeni guy was saying, "Yeah, I lined up at four in the morning for punchki day." So I mean, it's <laughs> there's some blending there. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm curious what you want Americans to get out of hearing these stories. Yeah, yeah. I guess I want when I think about what we're trying to do and the and the titles that we have, our land the sense that we are all a part of this and that these communities are vibrant in their own ways, that these are windows into places that we might not go. But in hearing stories that bind us together, that we feel resonate with our lives, that maybe we understand a little bit more who we are and the various ways in which we become a whole. I think that's overall what we're hoping. And also just meet some fascinating characters along the way. Right, right. How long will you be here in uh, Southeast Michigan? Not long enough. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's so much we didn't get to see. We're actually flying out tonight. Um, So we had just a a few days. It was a pretty quick trip. Yeah. And Um, where's your next? uh... Next, we are heading to the the Southwest. We're going to go to Arizona and New Mexico. Part of what's been really fun about this trip for me is going to places frankly, that I've never been. So here's my confession. I'd never been to Michigan before. Is How right? crazy is that? There are only like four states that I hadn't been to. Michigan was one of them. So it's now checked off the list. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've never been to the border. So I'm really curious to go to the southern part of Arizona, New Mexico, and explore some of the issues along along the U.S.-Mexico border. Right, right. Um, you know, I, I, I'm also curious. That border, I should say, not the Canadian border, <laughs> right. which is so tempting. <laughs> which is our border, uh, your right? Border. You should maybe just, just go across I, the bridge I was and so say, tempted. I, say we I saw did the, it. We saw the tunnel and it was like, oh, we should just take a detour. Yeah, I'm also curious what you feel like the people in these stories might be learning from just sort of talking about 
these experiences at this time? I mean, we, we talked about that tension that people are feeling. Is there something that they're getting out of this as well? Yeah, um, that's, that's an interesting question. I, I imagine it makes people think just a little bit more about where they're from and what makes it special. Um, whether it's the fact that Harry Truman is from your hometown right. and, you know, everywhere you go, you see his silhouette and what that means for sort of how people see themselves in their place in history, um, or a student at Ole Miss who thinks a lot about James Meredith and what happened to him when he tried Absolutely. to enroll there in the 60s and sort of that being part of their daily life. I think it just, it focuses people a little bit more when people can get so caught up in their daily life just to think about what is it that makes this place special? What defines us? Yeah. Okay, NPR's Melissa Block. Thank you very much for oh, being here. thanks for having Detroit us. Detroit Today. Absolutely. I think uh, we need to go get a Coney. <laughs> you cannot leave without having Coney. Okay. Absolutely. That they won't let must. me on the airplane? No, that's right. That's a <laughs> must. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for me today. I will be back tomorrow. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station. We'll see you tomorrow.